0: Welcome to this 3 Minute Trend Talk for Thursday, May 25th, 2023. I'm Mark Scheffler, CEO and founder of Appleton Group. In case you're in a hurry, here are three things to know right now. First, just last week, President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy both pledged that there wouldn't be a default on U.S. government debt, but it's wise to listen to the markets instead. Second, it's important to recognize that a U.S. government debt default is way different than a corporation defaulting on its debt or an individual filing for bankruptcy. Third, we've been getting a few calls and emails from clients asking about whether they should go all cash as we approach the June 1 deadline. There are both positives and negatives to this approach, and I've got a few thoughts that I'd like to share. I'll throw in one last item at the end, and that's a quick and powerful and awful solution to the debt ceiling issue that would end the debate overnight. Okay, let's jump right in. Three minutes starts now. I'm going to talk frankly and as honestly as I can when I say that there are three resources that we should all be listening to when it comes to the likelihood of a debt default. President Biden, Speaker McCarthy, and the market itself. And I think it's worth listening to the market and in particular what the bond market is saying. If a temporary default were likely, bond yields across that time frame would be spiking. And there's a very unusual pop in one-month yields, currently way up at 5.7%, which tells me that the bond market is predicting a rough patch between now and the end of June. That should actually cause treasury money market yields to also rise, which is okay because that's where a lot of our strategy's fixed-rate assets are parked. But beyond that time frame, yields come way down, with the two-month yield at only 52 Still elevated, but not a crisis by any stretch. We're still avoiding FDIC-insured money markets, though, due to recent bank solvency issues that seem to be lingering. Okay, second, a U.S. government default is way different than a corporate default or a personal bankruptcy. The fact is that while government spending does outpace tax revenues, the U.S. still has loads of income thanks to a very healthy jobs market and a still-growing economy. A government default, especially a voluntary one, doesn't mean that the U.S. is bankrupt, not even close but it does mean that some tough choices will have to be made on who gets paid first. More on that in a second. Third, you might be thinking what a few others are expressing, and that's whether you should put everything in actual cash, not money markets or equities, nor anything else that could fluctuate in price should the June 1 deadline come without a debt ceiling deal. As I mentioned in my last episode of this podcast, market volatility during the last debt ceiling crisis was pretty high, and when it was resolved, the market healed really fast, within days in fact. But U.S. Treasuries held up the best during the turbulence, and we'd expect that to be true again. In most strategies, we're almost evenly spread between where we want to be in the markets and being highly defensive in U.S. Treasury-backed money markets. We feel that right now it would be highly imprudent to remain fully invested in stocks or real estate or the international markets, and we're really comfortable with our current neutral posture. And that's true of being in a Treasury money market, even if there is a voluntary default. The Treasury would have to decide who gets paid first, and short-term Treasuries, like those held in money markets, would most likely be first in line. Actual cash is certainly an option at each client's individual request, and if you'd rather have that in your account, just give your advisor a call for a personal conversation about how to make that happen. Okay, My last thought for today is what I really hope doesn't not happen. One way the Treasury Department could fix this manufactured crisis overnight would be simple but cruel put Treasury payments first in line, and choose to suspend Social Security payments entirely starting June 1. The political pressure would be overwhelming. The immediacy of the issue would come front and center as the first Social Security payment is missed, and the public outcry would be so powerful that both parties would have to end the crisis. But in the meantime, the bond market would continue to function normally, as it should. Okay, that's it for now. As always, if you're not yet a client of Appleton Group and your advisor hasn't made the adjustments necessary to keep you on the right side of the market, come on over. You are welcome here. So until next time, I'm Mark Scheffler, urging you to never miss a turn.